Today in Business from Wired. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Hey there, this is the Spoken Edition of Wired. Brought to you by MD Anderson Cancer Center where a team of nearly 21,000 strong are researching, innovating, and working to end cancer. Learn more about the leader in cancer care at makingcancerhistory.com. If China really wants to retaliate, it will target Apple. By Zachary Carabell. Apple has a Huawei problem. Of the myriad issues raised by the evolving and intensifying U.S.-China trade cold war, the knock-on effects on Apple have been perhaps least appreciated. And not just Apple, of course, but a slew of American companies that have both shifted production to China over the past two decades and, more vitally, tapped into Chinese middle-class consumers as a source of growth and profits. While the focus so far has been on U.S. tariffs on $200 billion of Chinese imports into the U.S., and the pressure on Huawei, there should be equal focus on what the Chinese might do to retaliate. And there. Apple is ground zero. It's vital to recognize that many people in China view the aggressive U.S. measures on trade and intellectual property protections as designed to prevent China from rising further. The multi-pronged campaign against Huawei, which the U.S. government portrays as a legitimate security measure against a multi-billion dollar enterprise with shadowy connections to the Chinese government, is largely perceived in China as a naked attempt by Washington to kneecap a serious competitor in everything from mobile devices to networking equipment and especially 5G. Beijing could respond by increasing tariffs on U.S. imports into China and by making it more cumbersome for U.S. companies to do business in China, through such moves as permitting delays and holding up shipments and customs. But if China is truly looking for revenge, it need look no further than Apple. The Cupertino company has a vast global business. But China represents a real vulnerability. China represents 19% of Apple's worldwide sales, with the iPhone making up the bulk of that. While China is not as fruitful a market for Apple's burgeoning services business, it is and has been a strong and generally growing market for Apple's devices, until the past year. Already, without the government doing anything explicit, Apple's China sales have slowed precipitously. It had 10% share of the smartphone market at the beginning of 2018. It now has barely 7%. Almost all smartphone makers have seen shipments decline in China. The exemption? Huawei, whose market share and sales have modestly increased, while its competitors, ranging from Apple to Samsung to Xiaomi, have fallen. 
Apple's recent deceleration in China coincided with the beginning of the tariff war last spring. It's hard not to see a connection, especially in light of recent evidence that the U.S. actions against Huawei are creating a nationalist backlash in China manifested as a by China, boycott Apple movement. Beijing almost certainly can ratchet up or dial down the nationalist fervor by manipulating social and traditional media. But the Apple to Huawei movement has a bottom-up, grassroots feel not so different, say, from U.S. efforts in the 1970s to boycott grapes that relied on underpaid labor or European moves against GMOs and companies such as Monsanto. With the near-constant stream of invective against China coming from Washington, those domestic Chinese responses should not be surprising. That makes Apple even more vulnerable should Xi Jinping and his government decide to target Apple explicitly in retaliation for the attempts of the Trump administration and the Obama administration before it to curtail, if not halt, Huawei's ability to compete in the U.S. and the West. The list of potential reprisals is long, starting with constraints on Apple's retail stores and perhaps requiring Apple to use different or approved components such as domestic Chinese chipsets. But it gets worse. The government could make it harder for Chinese citizens who bought Apple products to access the App Store or place onerous conditions on Chinese and foreign developers, though with millions of Chinese developers, that would also hurt their domestic economy. Other countries, ranging from Saudi Arabia to Russia, already have tested out such methods quite successfully, revoking licenses, not Apple's, or placing restrictions and conditions that make it all but impossible for certain businesses to function. And then, there are even more drastic options. The government could simply ban the sale of iPhones in China using the same justifications that the U.S. is using against Huawei, national security and data security. While Apple is not a major defense contractor, and has in fact tangled with Washington and the FBI over encryption, the Chinese could simply say that the presence of foreign hardware and security-protected operating systems violate its laws about data security and its right to access citizen data. Such arguments would be flimsy legally, but perhaps not much flimsier than the evidence provided so far that Huawei is actively in collusion with the Chinese government. Interestingly, Rong Zongfei, the founder and CEO of Huawei, has explicitly opposed attempts in China to boycott or curtail Apple. Apple is the world's leading company. If there was no Apple, there would be no mobile internet, Rung said last week. Apple is my teacher. It's advancing in front of us as a student. Why would I oppose my teacher? For sure, such noble sentiments carry self-interested motives. Defending Apple on principle is also a way to insist that Huawei be treated fairly by the Americans. But Rung's views notwithstanding, the Chinese government does not share his sentimentality. These moves could, as Wall Street analysts have recently warned, not only slash Apple's China business, but significantly impact its overall profitability. And that is without Beijing attacking the heart of Apple's supply chain, which is centered in and around Shenzhen and depends heavily on the manufacturer Foxconn. Disrupting that would cause much more pain than squeezing Apple in the domestic Chinese market, but it would also cause significant pain for the domestic Chinese economy and would be a move toward mutually assured economic destruction. It's possible, sure, but likely? Not yet. The vulnerability of Apple's business in China is only one example of the unintended consequences of this expanding trade conflict. Apple is simply the most visible of hundreds of U.S. companies selling hundreds of billions of goods to Chinese consumers, partly offsetting the tide of Chinese imports to the U.S. Nike, Starbucks, KFC, Ralph Lauren, 
Boeing, GM, and so on. China has barely begun to exert its leverage in response to Trump's tariffs. It would be unwise to assume that its inaction to date is a harbinger of inaction in the future. And these scenarios should give anyone pause who argues that China has more to lose than the United States in this contest. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.